Hey, welcome to Donna Martin Graduates, the BH90210 mini episode. And I think I decided to call it the Peach Pit After School Special. Yes, I think that's what you called it. (laughs) (laughs) I picked the best of both. A whole new world. Yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to go over episode two of the revival. And this one was called The Pitch. <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> I'm not doing it alone. Um, so this episode starts out with another dream. And this time it is Kelly with her banged glory. Uh, as in bangs. All right, Get I, your mind out of the gutter, guys. Sorry. Uh, and she's walking down a very smoky hallway, which is not West Beverly. I'm not sure what school it is, right. but... Uh, and she sees each of her friends in the hallway, Brandon, Steve, Andrea, Donna, David, and each one of them comes up to her and talks about one of the issues that she's been through on the show. So like her sexual assault, diet um, pills, being on diet pills, the, um, the cult, the fire, the fire. Uh, what's the other ones that they talked about? Let's see. Oh, her eating disorder, mm-hmm. her cocaine addiction. Mm-hmm. And when she got shot. Yes. So they could hire a pregnancy. I loved that they um, announced it like over the loudspeaker. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Taylor has been shot. Like they did discuss weird things on the show over the loudspeaker. They did. They (laughs) They talked about parties and Steve being drunk. So that's a natural transition. And she wakes up in a cold sweat and like, oh, you know one of those high school dreams. I mean, I'm amazed actually that they didn't have her walking down the hallway naked because that's usually the... That's your dream? That's usually my dream that, yeah, I have to go back to high school, but I forgot to put clothes on that day. Mine's always that I forgot to study for a test. Oh. So clearly we have different issues. Clearly. <laughs> uh, so she is uh, goes downstairs and is enjoying a smoothie with her daughter, uh, which is a departure from real life because she actually, I think, has three daughters in real life yes. as opposed to just one. Yes. Uh, and her daughter's in high school and talks to her about how she wants to audition for a TV show, I believe it is. And Jenny tells her no way. She did all that uh, and wants to keep her away from um, fame or the celebrity lifestyle. The so, yeah. Um, then we pick up with Corey. Yes, not Donna. Not Donna. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Did they finally put on their name tags? They might have. Uh, Pick up with Donna that she wanted this reboot to happen. uh, That she's... No, I take that back because I'm thinking of the part where nobody had confirmed about the reboot and then she's building the dollhouse. We're going to have to back that up. She... Just like your ass again. Yep. Um, Juvenile's going to sue us. Um, She is... So, Tori and Jenny head to Fox Studios. Yes. And they pitched the idea of a revival of Beverly Hills 90210 to the Fox execs. And the Fox execs are super excited about it. But what's the contingency? That everybody has to do it. Yes. All of the original cast members have to agree uh, to participate in order for them to move forward. So it's going to be Tori's job to convince everyone. Yes. Um, I did like that Tori did tell a little story about um, Charlie's, Charlie's Angels, Angels, you know, and her dad. And she did also make the play that, you know, obviously she did not get the money management skills yes. <laughs> from her father as well. I think I have her money management skills. Tori's. Oh. But I digress. Sorry. That yeah. is. <laughs> Speaking of issues. 
that's okay. Um, so she needs to get everybody on board. The initial meeting um, at the courthouse with everybody when they're... Uh, I like how you pitch it like it's a meeting. They all decided to meet at the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> they're all there. To be okay, so granted, it was it was a mandatory meeting that they had to be there. And I did enjoy that Gabrielle walked by when Tori and Jenny yelled at her. She flicked him off. Yep. Uh, Hulu, by the way, I don't know if the Fox version, when you, when you watched it live, but the Hulu version blurred out the middle finger. No, Fox blurred, okay. blurred it out as well. I was like, oh, Hulu is taking a family-friendly stance. Maybe she was just telling them they're number one. Maybe. Giving them the single finger greeting. L for love. <laughs> so they gather at the courthouse. Um, although it's really strange that there was an abundance of paparazzi and different. Um, like it was a red carpet. Yeah, like it was a red carpet. And even Tori says that. But they all meet meet at the courthouse in regards to the stealing of the dress and their debauchery that occurred um, in Las Vegas. Uh, they, so apparently what happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas. Apparently so. Just like herpes. Right. The, uh, that shit comes back with you. <laughs> and it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> they um, are in front of the judge. Uh, they go over the, the case. Tori kind of kind of she tries to take one for yeah. the team, um, so to speak. I was really weirded out by her fan, who apparently who owns, owns the dress, the dress yeah. who requested it back um, unwashed. Washed. Yes. And also $100,000. $100,000. And 50 hours of community service. Yes. So they meet after the court case and they discuss going over possibly doing a reboot. And everybody Ian says, Brandon. F no. Yeah, they all, I called him Brandon. Jason and Andre Gabrielle. stopped talking. Apparently they took their name tags off. <laughs> they had to for court. I set off the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the other, besides Jenny and Tori, they all laugh at her and think that it's a you know, a terrible idea. So Tori does go home and she's like, I got to figure out how to get everybody on board that she, you know, and her husband gives her a pep talk and kind of, you know, tells her that you can do this, you know, you can do this. In a, in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. He also does kind of that thing where he gives her a backhanded compliment. Yes. Yes. And Jenny comes over too and kind of gives her a pep talk as well that, you know, you run a household of six kids and, um, you know, cause she just all of a sudden she veered off, rearranged everything, rearranged the schedule schedule. while all while making uh, lunch or a dinner. And so Kelly, Jenny gives her, I think you were talking to me. I was like, yes. Um, Jenny gives her, you know, compliment that she that she can do this and and get everybody on board. And so she begins with Jason and talks to Jason about the, you know, that hey, you could direct. Which hey, just as an FYI, he totally directed the third movie of the Spacey Andrews series that Lifetime is airing. Still terrible, but he directed it, and it was it, it wasn't that bad. It's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I meant the story. He's, he's the director, and it's really terrible. Good job, Jason. I meant the story. <laughs> the story is terrible. Then, you know, so he she talks to him about, you know, that he could uh, direct the pilot. She goes to Andrea and talks about... Gabrielle. <laughs> talks to Gabrielle about, uh, you know, Gabrielle decides that maybe this is a... a avenue her kissing a woman her gender fluidity sexual fluidity yes that she wanted to explore um you know some other avenues for andrea and 
well, can we talk about the conversation with uh, Jason and Gabrielle? Uh, you know, that kind of insinuates that they've had this long-standing friendship the whole time the show's been off the air. Yes. There's a couple of them, and then Brian and Shannon. And I'm, I kind of was, was like, Shannon's his best friend? Right. I was like, that's kind of strange. I wonder if these are, like, true-to-life ones. I mean, I've seen the interviews, and Shannon and Brian are, like, in every interview together and yeah. all touchy-feely with each other, so maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. That could be. I as a fan, I would love it if they, I mean, because we all obviously know Jenny and Tori have, mm-hmm. you know, this longstanding friendship, but it would be great to see that the other members of the cast also kept in touch with each other. Yes. And left poor Ian out. <laughs> <laughs> you just hang out with your damn sharks, Ian. Which Ian's, um, so Tori meets with Ian in regards to, you know, what can we do to get you on this, uh, on board on this reboot? Uh, his is that he wants a new health, like a health line or something. Yeah, and he wants so, Tori to put her name on it. Right. So he wants that. And she kind of agrees, you know, Ooh, products. Brian talks to Shannon who is saving a seal. Yes. In California. He's very upset that she's in, in his state and hasn't bothered to tell her, which is how we find out that they're supposed to be friends. Right. Right. But it's because he's talking to her because he got, he auditioned for a movie and he got mm-hmm. the role. And then they hinted to him that the only reason he got the role was because his wife agreed to be on the album. Yes. He went to talk to Shay about it. You know, she apologizes to him, but she doesn't think that she's done anything wrong. You know, she would have done the music either way, but it was just an extra perk. Right. Uh, and meanwhile, the young gentleman. Oh yeah. So we got to go back just a smidge to the courthouse <laughs> where we first see the young gentleman. And who asked a question during the reunion. Reunion. Yes. Yep. Asked so about the uh, same Brian and, being a dork or something like that. Right. And then he also found Brian's wallet. Yep. And oh, he has that string board of murder. He, on yes. Wall. He has a murder board <laughs> on his wall. I wonder if we should be scared about this. But he has the murder board on his wall. But he also takes a picture of Brian and Shay having an argument. An argument. I thought for sure, like when I saw somebody take a picture, I was like, "Oh, Paparazzi. this is going to be on TMZ." And nope, just ends up on this kid's murder wall. <laughs> Lala did retweet something we tweeted, so she did. We're like famous adjacent. We are. <laughs> we're getting there. Our notoriety is catching up with us. <laughs> Kelly tweeted. That who is thinking love child? And, and Lala's like, hmm, hmm. we're best friends now. Let's hang out. So, yeah, I'm thinking that it's either going to be some sort of, yeah, some love sort of child love child. Or some pretty little liars type stuff. <laughs> Something. Or he is really making a murder board and, and shit's going to go crazy here in the next couple episodes. That's how that's is how it's going That's how it's all going to end. They're all going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. All right. And also another kind of subplot is uh, Jason's wife. Um, I don't know what her name is on the show. Camille. Oh, Camille, uh, the publicist, uh, gets a phone call from somebody talking about the baby and she has to go meet him by the pool. So what do we think is happening there? Is it his baby? Since the doctor at the end does say, you know, Jason, you've got all these fertility issues. Mm-hmm. Because he gets punched in the nuts. He's shooting blanks. <laughs> and the baby is somebody else. And that guy wants to be a writer. 
And so she fixes it. So, so he keeps whatever evidence she has. Did you just pull hair out of your boobs? What is happening? <laughs> okay. I know people will understand this, but don't you ever just get a hair that falls like in the crevice between your bra and, and your decolletage? And it bothers you, so you have to pull the hair out? Maybe it's just growing from your chest. It is not. <laughs> Shut up. You are 43. I think those things start to happen now. Um, Damn it. So, yeah, so this guy who's blackmailing Camille um, blackmails her so that he can be the writer of the very first episode. Right. So from there, I think we did resolve Steve's uh, infidelity issue. Well, he's with got his video. He's got he video, video cameras everywhere because he's trying to get out of the prenup, yep. I think. I won't sing Kanye this week. Sorry. Thank you. Um, and so just when we think we've got just about everybody on board, Kelly, Jenny, um, comes to Tori and tell her, tells her that she needs to back out because of her daughter's ambitions of wanting to be an actor. And she thinks the only reason or the only way that she can make this work is if she Full stay at home. Yeah. So she has to back out. And, but then um, in the middle of their, community service she does come up or i think maybe no, jason, jason actually visits jason visits her that's and they have correct. a very sweet moment together yes they i mean it seems like they do get along for the most part but he came to the conclusion that you know if you can't beat them join them so um kelly's daughter jenny's daughter god this is terrible jenny's daughter you know what she means jenny's daughter um would be in the reboot because then that way she can keep an eye on her acting. And she can get the acting bug out of her system. Yes. Um, so then they're doing community, community service, service in and lovely blue blue jumpsuits in at Griffith, Griffith Park in LA. And the only person they now realize that they need is Shannon. Yes. Uh, and then Gabrielle says that they should all do group therapy together. <laughs> some of them think it's a great idea and some of them just don't want to do therapy at all. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, their next meeting then is at the Fox Studios with yeah. all of them together. Except for Shannon. Except and for they Shannon. say Shannon's delayed yes, in Africa. That's how they delayed. address the, that. And they make an announcement that they've signed on a new executive producer. And it's somebody that everybody knows. And in WAPS. Emily Firestarter Valentine. Dun, dun, dun. Christina Lee makes her appearance and uh, goes, she does agree that she thinks therapy is a good idea and makes a couple other pointers and I think ends the episode with, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> She's going to set everybody on fire. Indeed. Wasn't she supposed to be a Marine bio? Oh, that was the show. Never mind. <laughs> she went off to be a Marine biologist. Yes. Holy crap. <laughs> Let's talk about Blurred Lines, yes. Robin Thicke. Next week, it looks like uh, the preview showed that Tori goes off to find, find Shannon. Shannon and because she's not returning her call. So it'll be interesting to see how Shannon gets roped up into the chaos of the reboot, which we're, next week will be episode three, so we'll ha be halfway through. Yep. We did forget about how the dude sent everybody, like, murder dolls, which pretty, oh, so there's yeah. a lot of doll play in this episode, because Tori takes all the Barbie dolls, and that's how mm -hmm. she uh, figures out how to get everybody on board, right. and then he sends uh, all of the 
five of them, uh, they're dolls with pissing appendages and bloody, and Jason's has pins like a voodoo doll, Mm -hmm. so... We have to question what his motives actually are. Maybe it really is a murder before. I know. Maybe I wasn't really spoiling the end. Just saying. I don't think that's what it is. Maybe he's just mad at everybody because they treated David horribly on the show. Who knows? Maybe. Did you just have an epiphany? Maybe it's it's Scott reincarnated. (laughs) R.I.P. Douglas Emerson. Maybe it is Douglas Emerson. It's supposed to be Douglas Emerson's kid or something, and they're yeah. all mad because they killed Scott off. Killed Scott off. Brilliant. Inquiring let's see if we are. Let's see if we're correct. If I'm correct, I'm gonna sue for damages. Rights. Uh, I don't know what those are, but I'm gonna sue for them. <laughs> well, good luck with that. You are on a solo mission. Anyway, so that's our mini-sode and mini-episode. I feel like I shouldn't say mini-sode because I feel like that's a, my favorite murder. I've word. heard other people refer to it as that, though. So oh, okay. Well, I don't, know that, I don't know that it's trademarked anywhere. That's um, the only podcast I know that does mini-sodes. So, or the um, Morbid does mini-sodes. Okay. Well, then I guess it's okay if other ones call it mini-sodes, so I'll stop calling it a mini-episode. And once again, I did not take any notes because I was too busy enjoying the episode, which is why this is all over the place. Off the cuff. What, uh, I'm not how, even wearing a shirt that has cuffs. How many times did you watch it this week? I only watched it once. I only watched it once, too, and it I was, was actually busy. right before I came to record this. Well, I'm more well-prepared than you are. You are. <laughs> Every day. I watched it on Wednesday when it aired live. Oh, see, I can't watch it live because that's, of course, the one channel that won't come in on my antenna. No. Yeah. No, I watched it live and then started to take notes. And then I was like, oh, hmm, I forgot to write that down. I forgot to write that down. So it's all from my memory. We know how that is. Ginkgo biloba. <laughs> all right. Uh, we will see you next week with uh, the episode three. I won't see you. Minnesota. Because this is a podcast. You have to do that. I'm sorry. You have to just take away my... Am I killing your buzz? You are killing my buzz just a little bit. Like I'm resting my head on the pop filter. I'm so tired. Hang your head in shame. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will be back next week <laughs> with episode three. And until then, bye. Bye.